to life your number one music commentary podcast let me just say shout outs to uh philadelphia the city of brotherly love shout out to the dell music center and shout out to my boy neo first and foremost i thank you sir uh from the bottom and the depths of my heart for the opportunity to uh get to experience all of you I have personally, for the first time in my life, and I've this has been like a um, a dream come true uh, to experience Neo um, in all of his uh, creativity, um, and and I was able to be a part of that and experience him live. And I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, outstanding! This man put on a full complete production okay it was not a performance it was a full production okay i mean he he sang he danced he had the choreography he he had it all and um i truly truly uh just enjoyed 
myself at the Dell Music Center um, a few weeks ago when he was here in the city of Philadelphia. Um, so shout outs to Neo. Uh, this project, this whole um, album that he has dropped and released um, has been quite interesting to me. Um, I would like to say a little bit different. He dropped this on July 15th. Um, and it's, it's, it was, uh, it was different for me. I think it was different for him too, but, um, some of these tracks I, I was kind of, wasn't expecting, um, and, and <laughs> wasn't, wasn't too sure on some of them, but this song right here, Don't Love Me, I think, uh, gives us classic Neo, definitely gives us, uh, the, the Neo sound, and uh, this song was actually dedicated to his wife, who actually was here in the city of Philadelphia with him while he was on tour. Um, pleasant lady. Um, but uh, yeah, and the song was dedicated to her. Uh, just um, them, them capturing and addressing some things that they went through in their marriage and their relationship. So shout out to him and to his wife. But um, yeah, so obviously we jumping right into this thing because this this joint. I like it. What's up with you, Naya? What you think? What you got to say? I love this song. So there are certain words that I try to like avoid, but let me just say, sonically, this song is a masterpiece. Like the different pockets and flows that he's able to find is crazy. And this is truly a vocal flex. Like before you even get to the lyrics, if you just catching the melodies, the harmonies, the different flows, the different pockets, it's just crazy so i love this song yeah he um uh, again this this was uh like i said it, I, I felt like it, it gave us uh classic neo it gave us um where he is today it, it gave us uh you know where he was at that time um with, with his wife it, it, it just it it wrote the story it, it gave us um it, it the lyrics came to life okay and the trend that i am seeing in my fellow gentlemen is is these songs these common songs these don't love me songs where they are telling the women don't love them uh the message is is uh women empowerment <laughs> <laughs> the message is something and, and this is off of his new album dropped july 15th uh and, and i love the album title it's called self-explanatory uh, and it truly is and, and it truly truly is yeah 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 so let's uh let's go ahead let's dive into these lyrics let's do it and i really want to see you happy i really want to see you secure confident in your sexy i know you don't feel that with me anymore and I just want to stop right there because, again, we're going back to coming in hot. And so I just want to mm. repeat this for y'all. Confident and yet sexy. I know you don't feel that with me anymore. He says so much right there without saying much at all. And I really hope that, again, like when people are hearing these lyrics, they're really feeling and relating and understanding. Like you have to, for me, I, he, he set the scene right here, right? Like at what point in a relationship does a woman typically lose that confidence? Does she start questioning herself mm -hmm. based on the actions of someone else, you know, of someone that you love? And not for nothing, but that statement coming from a man is not easily said, right? Like that's hard, especially when you care for the woman. Right. Like that's something that makes you feel a way to see someone that you love or have feelings for hurt, to especially knowing that you're the one who caused it. And I, I mean, you know, 
I try to understand all sides of situations because I've typically been in uh, several of those situations. So <laughs> it just, <laughs> I hope that people are able to see that. Like, you know, when y'all be asking for honesty, like, can you really handle it? And how are you going to process what is given to you? So I think that that bar right there is crazy. I think he just really gave some truth to that um you should walk away it'd be selfish of me to ask you to stay when i know that i can't love you the way you deserve i can't sit and watch you make these same mistakes ones i know that you're willing to make so again he's telling her like i know that you you willing to hold me down and ride this out but i'm not in a position to continue to watch you suffer at the hand of your love for me that takes some real self-reflection and some real self-honesty to be able to say that out loud to somebody that you care about like that's one of the like so far removed from narcissists that we could possibly get because and i think that narcissism is such a, a profound thing in today's society right, right that when we have somebody who is literally removing themselves from the situation and saying like what's best for you is not what you're trying to do Loving me is not it. Like, loving me is not what you need to do for you. So, you know, I appreciate it, <laughs> but I'm not at the place where I can love you the way that you deserve, and I feel like you deserve to be loved in the way that you want to be loved. So, I mean, you know, I've said these things before, and people don't seem to understand. So, again, pay attention because this is some truth and honesty, even if – you feel me? You're not ready for it, and you can't handle it, and you can't process it appropriately. Please. You can keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, oh, please, don't love me. Walk away. You'll be better for it. I can't be. You're happy. Walk away. You'll be better for it, girl. I'm only going to hurt you. You'll be better for it, girl. Find someone that deserves you, babe. And that's the chorus. And, yeah, like I said, he's telling her, like, you know, I don't want you to stay and continue to be in pain. I don't want you to stay and continue to allow me to hurt you. And that's the thing. Like, love is not supposed to be painful. Like, we really have to unlearn that. So, and this, and he's emphasizing that. Like, you know, as much as I appreciate your love, I'm not in a place where I deserve it or I can handle it because I can't love you the same in return. And it's it's killing him probably, right, to watch himself hurt her the way that he's witnessing her being hurt. And I know a lot of people will probably think, like, well, why don't you just stop what you're doing? That's easier said than done. Like, y'all have to really understand that people are humans and we are flawed beings. I don't Here's my question. Let me ask you, male, male to female. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I need I need y'all to I need y'all to chime in, I need y'all to comment, I need y'all to inbox, I need y'all to DM, I need y'all to do something. When a guy, if a guy, comes to you and says these type of lyrics, what is going through your head? What what is your first thought? I mean. Are you are you receptive to this? Are you ready to smack him in his face? Like, what 
what what is the thought process what is it is it you know what i respect that i, I appreciate your gangster or is it i'm about to i'm about to mess you up nigga like what 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 is happening here so i'm gonna say that i think <laughs> that it depends on where the woman is especially where they are in the relationship right because they could be at a vulnerable place where they're just like, well, why can't you love me the way that I deserve? Why can't you love me the way that I love you? Right. Cause that's natural to want to know those things and to question those things. Um, and it also could be like, she could be like, Oh, well, thank you for finally telling me I appreciate it. I'm out, you know, but again, it just depends on where she is and where they are in the relationship. Like where, where the woman is mentally and emotionally and, and how she's, willing and ready to process the information that's being provided because you know folks don't always process things sometimes they just react instead right. of respond right right um yeah I, I mean that that is that is my real question here um I, I, I'm seeing and hearing this trend of R&B songs um where uh, these fine gentlemen are confessing their 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 truth, their true feelings, and um, processing them out loud. And and my my thing is um, just lyrically, emotionally, um, responsibly uh, in the relationship. How how are we, man and woman, the the partner on the opposite side? How are we receiving this and how are we processing this? I mean, is it is this is this something that that is needed? Is this is something that we truly want? Because um, you you can't handle the truth. Um, everybody can't handle the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm really coming to you and I'm just putting it all out there and I'm like, listen, I, I love you, but you probably need to just stop loving me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, are we? Are are we accepting this? Um, are are we is is this is this an invitation to let's work on this? Um, is this a a hall pass? Is this is this the green light to run? Like what is this? What is the message? And I also think too, like it depends on how honest the guy is being, right? Like because he could really feel this way and really mean it but then when she leaves it's a whole problem right like right. so it's like i said that and i meant it but i didn't expect for you to really leave and then the right because I, am i am i telling you this because i need help and i want us to work or am i telling you this because i want you to leave like you know what i'm saying like exactly. i don't want to break up with you but i want you to break up with me yeah. that toxic thing right. you know what i mean right. but that's usually <laughs> but that's how we've been programmed right like that part i've literally had several conversations with multiple men where they're like it's never okay for a man to break up with a woman. Excuse me? <laughs> aren't you a human? Don't you have needs? Aren't aren't there expectations that you have and qualifications that you want from the significant other that you expect from the significant other? And if they don't meet that, what do you do? If you're not allowed, quote unquote, to break up with that person. This is why this is where relationships get to a toxic place where people are miserable and destroying each other because they don't want to be together but i also think too like with women we're programmed to stick it out and stay and figure it out and deal and love is supposed to be (laughs) painful right like love is supposed to be a learning experience unlearn that dog like y'all out here hurting each other for no good reason and especially with women 
and the way we've been programmed and how we are just so I don't even want to say comfortable, but just programmed to to lay there and be walked all over. When you hear these things, it's possible that you're like, you taking it as a challenge. Like, okay, I got to step my game up. I got to do better. I got to do more so he can understand like that. I don't, I don't want the love that I deserve unless it's from him. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a, that's a, a serious way of thinking for a lot of women. So, you know, it, again, it just depends on the people who are having this conversation and how they're processing and communicating. And if they're being honest with themselves and each other. Gotcha. Um, go. You can go ahead. Go. Go to the next. Running after all these thoughts, steady telling you I'm not lying to your face. Done got too easy for me to not, even though I love you a lot. All I'ma wind up doing is making you hate me. I broke your self-esteem and made you feel crazy. I mean, this was just like the realest ish in the world. Like I am here for this whole verse right here. Um. And and that's the thing, too. Like, that's a conversation that we've had before where it's like sometimes women make it really easy to be hurt. Women make it really easy to be the victim. And can you can you elaborate on that? Because you just made me jump over here. Because sometimes and again, I I hate to make it a gender thing because everybody is got their ways and got their things with them. But again, with our programming. It's like women will know, right? But if they're comfortable, they ain't gonna say nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's and that's the thing too, like about what I talk about communication and how important it is, right? Like we can't have a conversation when you're already at your breaking point, right? Right? Like we should we should be communicating all the way through so that you maybe don't get to a breaking point. But oftentimes women will wait until they're at their wits end when they can't take anymore to say something and they should have said something weeks, months, years prior. And so that makes it very difficult to communicate. Right. And so especially if I feel like, you know, what is the point of me telling you, obviously this isn't a conversation that you want to have. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Like that's just logic. Right. Like that just makes sense. So I think, again, like communication, setting those precedents, what's important, um, you know, setting those boundaries and limits and and what's important to you. But, of course, back to my favorite phrase, you have to know what those things are for yourself so that you can communicate them with your partner. But I just think that that's real because that's not a narrative that we hear a lot where he's literally like saying and and. And it's a real thing. Like, I I look in your face, and it's just easier. It just seems like the right thing to do in the moment to say something that maybe isn't 100% true. Right. Because I don't want that look in your eyes to change. I don't want that look on your face to be different. Like, that's a real thought process. Hmm. Um, I broke your self-esteem and made you feel crazy. And again... (laughs) The real narcissist will never say that. Will never say that, right? Like, you feeling crazy is you. They won't take accountability for that. So I just love this because it's, it takes real, true, deep self-reflection and self-honesty to really be able to get these bars off. So I am here for it. 
So walk away. I'm the reason that the tears run down your face. I'm the reason that you felt so out of place as of late. And to stay with me, it would be a mistake. One I know that you're willing to make. And again, it's like I feel these lyrics so deeply because I can I can feel him saying like, dog, like, I know you want to stay, but I can't handle it. I can't handle the hurt that I'm causing you. And that right there is a tough pill to swallow for the person who's hearing it and the person who's saying it. So here here's here's another um, confrontational question that I have. So saying that the way him said it, um, if you choose to stay, that's your own toxic trait. Right. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we was clear. Right. Okay. okay. And he's and he's like, I feel this is why I'm saying I feel it so deeply because I feel like he's begging, like, dog, I know that you want to stay, and if you make it too hard for me to push you away, I'm going to let you stay because I want you to stay for mm-hmm. real. Like, I want you to stay for real. But I don't want to keep hurting you. That's the thing. That's what he's saying. Like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to keep hurting you. I want you to leave. But if you keep fighting back, if you keep saying you want to stay, cool. Let's keep going on this merry-go-round. Um, And then he closes out with the chorus. Please, oh, please, don't love me. Walk away. You'll be better for it. I can't be. You're happy. Walk away. You'll be better for it, girl. I'm only going to hurt you. You'll be better for it. Find someone that deserves you, babe. And that is the mic drop. <laughs> can we can we talk? Can we break down this 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 I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um This toxicity that is happening, right? In, re- in relationships, because there once was a time where we we acknowledged um, it as loyalty, right? Commitment, yes. Love, right? Care, mm-hmm. um, and and that you know we. We're going to ride it out. Yeah. We're going to work on it. We're going to fix it. Right. Mental health now being where it is today. Long way to go, but glad we ain't where we was. But now we identify those things Mm -hmm. as toxicity. Well, let me just chime in here because it's not those things in particular like those things are very extremely important at least to me it's just what they look like in practice is what needs to be redefined right i like where you going okay let's talk about that what 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 do you mean by that like i think again talking about what we need to unlearn like and this is why i said before about you know folks history and their background and the examples that were set before them of what a healthy relationship looks like uh-huh because there's too many of us out here the being the blind that leads the blind down the dark path and we fall into the sunken place like the thing is with with love right so even in this song what what he's saying is my love for you doesn't look like your love for me so 
either you're going to tolerate the love this that I have for you, which is hurting you, right? Like, that's what I'm right, seeing. Right, right, right. Or you're going to walk away. And that's the thing. When we talk about loyalty, oh, what does me, loyalty look like to you? What mm -hmm. does commitment look like to you? What does caring look like to you? And this is why I say about why I'm a right a dictionary, because people be using words interchangeably that mean completely different things. So that part. That part right there. All right, so y'all know how I think, right? Some of y'all, right? I think I think with songs, right? So as you were talking, the first song that came to my mind is What Is Love, V. Bozeman, right? And then there's a piece that I wrote some time ago called Love Defined, right? And I'm 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 hearing what you're saying, and then you talked about just the, the dictionary, but that's a great idea, but here's still the disconnect. What I define love to be is still different from what you define love to be. Absolutely. And 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 because we don't have these conversations of what we define or understand, let's not even say define. How about Preach. we just say understand? What we Evan, understand love to be, we don't even discuss what that means. Um, so we can't even we can't even discuss or even imagine of what that looks like, what that feels like. Um, what it sounds like. You understand what I'm saying? Don't say can't because that's a cuss word. Okay. Correct it, me. It correct me. I stand corrected. It needs to be defined. It needs to be discussed because we there's too many assumptions, right? Like somebody says, I love you, and you hear loyalty. You hear care. You hear all these different things that were not said. Now, now here's the crazy. Here's the crazy. The crazy is when you try to have these conversations, it leads to an argument which leads to the termination of the relationship because we can't fine. find a common ground of understanding. And the here's the here's the insanity to the crazy because we're both saying the same thing. Yep. So we are both trying to get a point across that I actually really do love you and I actually really do care about you, but just I can't love you or I don't love you or don't understand how to love you the way that you want me to because you're defining it just different from the way I grasp it. Okay, but you, you really want to laugh because even more beyond that, a word that I try to avoid is deserve. Because oh. a lot of y'all is out here lying about now you what just you told deserve. Me, you told me what I said the word was can't. And you said that's a cuss. Well, why do you is. just cuss like that saying deserve? Because, listen, a lot of y'all is lying. And this is what I be talking about, about knowing yourself. Mm. And so sometimes, and there's there's a saying on this show. One of because my to know yourself shows, is to know your worth. Absolutely. Okay. And one of my shows is um, Animal Kingdom. It comes on TNT, and that is not an ad. But Okay, because they better pay. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things that they used to say is, may we all get what we want and never what we deserve. And that wow. is real. Wait, 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 wait. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Mufasa. Ooh. Say it again. Say it again. May we <laughs> all get what we want and never what we deserve. And that's real. And that's what I'm talking about. About knowing yourself and being honest with yourself because a lot of us are out here saying that we deserve something that we don't, right? Like, are we giving the love that we want, that we quote unquote deserve? Are we showing people that that's the love that we require, that we desire? Because if not, then how? who's to say that you deserve it? Wow. Like, all, like we talk about these unbalanced relationships where you're saying you have to have this amount of money in the bank and you have to drive this type of car and you have to be this height and you have to live in this neighborhood and all you're bringing to the table is 
a face. Mm. So that face makes you deserving of all of these things. How? Hmm. So again, when we're talking about the love that we deserve, what does that even look like? Because we'll say it and not even know the meaning behind it. And that is where the dictionary comes in, right? Because what are you saying, really? Maybe I deserve for you to. Okay. That's a lot. I've I, I got a headache. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a lot to process, but it's important. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a, it, that, it, it, it's a lot to process. Here, here. Okay. I'm about to go here. Mm-hmm. As a child, growing up in <laughs> in a religious household, right? I used to ask questions, confrontational questions, right? But they were they were questions that I really saw answers to, right? I used to I used to ask like, who preaches to the preacher? Mm-hmm. I used to ask questions like, um, if if everybody is is praying with their eyes closed, then who's watching? Mm-hmm. I used to ask these things, right? Because people would say, "Bow your head, close your eyes." Right. But then they would also teach you that uh, somebody needs to be an armor bearer, and, and you you need to be on point, and you need to be watching things in the spiritual realm, right? Mm-hmm. So shifting. In the mental health community. Where are the mental health providers unloading? Well, it's our practice to believe that we all need counselors and therapists. And and, and, and I ask that question, right, because somewhere, we're receiving this knowledge and this information of how to communicate and relay best practices to the person on the other end. Mm-hmm. But then who's giving us the best practices, right? Right. And, and I'm, I'm asked, follow me, y'all. I know I'm, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> the reason why I'm asking that is because in some forms and in some cases, people get lost in translation because you find yourself giving more of an opinion. Right. As opposed to a best practice and and not even a best practice in 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 ooh, how can I say this? Every situation and circumstance is different, right? right. So I had a coworker, a social worker come and apologize to me. Mm-hmm. And they told me that they failed me because they gave me bad advice. Okay. And I asked, how did you give me bad advice? And he said, well, I gave you the advice from a social worker standpoint. And I did not give you advice based off of the uh based off of this circumstance meaning the organization that you are working within mm-hmm. 
you can't apply that best practice because it won't work in that organization. Right. So the advice that I gave you was from a social worker, mental health standpoint, it'll work great in your personal life. Mm-hmm. But here in this particular work environment, it cannot be applied or practiced. Okay. And two things happen with that. Mm-hmm. One, I instantly felt the need to not necessarily correct her, but to encourage her and tell her, like, no, you still helped me. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing was I was taken by surprise. Um, and, and I had to figure out how to process that. Okay. Because one thing that I'm learning, or not, yeah, learning, learned, applying <laughs> is the word. Okay. One thing that I'm working on applying right now is boundaries. And to apply boundaries, right? Here's life structure. You go to a job and you work for a boss and a boss tells you what to do. Right. As an employee, who are you to tell the boss what you're going to do and what you're not going to do? This is, no, no, follow me. A human. Right, but, but follow me. <laughs> Society says you're the employee, I'm the boss. You do as I say. Well, I think society is idiots, so I don't. <laughs> I don't typically follow that. God. So trying to trying to um, implement and enforce my boundaries uh-huh. in the work environment, it's not easily welcomed nor accepted because I'm the boss. Well, let me let me add on to that and give you another example because that's a part of the problem with parents and children. I can't tell you how many lessons I've learned from my children. Mm. But we grew up in a society that mm-hmm. told us that children were meant to be seen and not heard. Mm. And that's why there's so many adults that are stupid. But anyway. So in a relationship, uh-huh. we supposed to be together. We supposed to be doing our thing. And, and and here's, and, and I'm I went around the mulberry bush in in a way, but I did it on purpose because I'm I'm trying to highlight the importance of setting boundaries from the beginning of time. Because what yeah. happens in a relationship is this: you, especially, and and you know what, people, let me help you. Let me help some of you all. That that goofy, um, annoying, a waste of time. I'm just saying what people say. Little quiz to help you find out what your love language is. I think that's important that you take that before you get into a relationship. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I think it, it, it'll help you. Mm-hmm. It will. Mm-hmm. It, it will help you think and identify things about yourself that you probably didn't even realize. Right? Right, right? So with that, take that and then have a conversation to start implementing boundaries. Yeah. Because if you are a lover like me, you get into a relationship. And you emotionally get attached to a person. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, um, day three, you are already in love. Right. And then when they're not texting or, or responding to you in a timely manner, and let's, let's talk about that timely manner. Let's define what a timely manner is. Right. Because five minutes is a lifetime to me. Right? Mm-hmm. But five minutes to you is, oh, you responded quick. You, you like... Y'all, it sounds crazy, but no, this is serious, and these are conversations that really needs to be had. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
oh, I'll, I'll get back to you later. Is that later today? Is that later tomorrow? Is that later next week? Like these are conversations that need to be had. Right. And these are little um, idiocracies <laughs> that will make or break your relationship. It is vital that you identify, um, I forget what you said, how you said it earlier, uh, uh, oh, to know you. So to know you, you understand your worth. Yeah. So it's important that you know you and what you can handle and what you're willing to accept mm -hmm. and what you're willing to handle, yeah. right? So that will help you in the growth and the development and the shaping and molding of your relationship with anybody right. of any kind, not just uh, 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 intimate but a, a friendship, whatever the case may be, right? There has to be a conversation at some point of, of where you are outright telling the person everything about you that you like and don't like. You have to have, I don't know when we lost, I remember back in the day, we used to ask questions like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Um, What's your vacation spot? Mm -hmm. We got away from that. Yeah. Now it's just like, what's your five-year plan? <laughs> okay. Even with that, that's good to know that. But get to understand the basics of a person and the foundation of them because then that'll also help you understand the five-year plan. Yeah. Even the, even better. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm yep. saying? Um, and and it, it just... It allows communication to flow and it drives out trust issues yeah. because one of the biggest things that I've always said and will continue to say is, yo, at give me honesty. And I feel like if you're honest with yourself and you're honest with me, it makes it easier for us to communicate because then you're not worried about this. Um, well, I'm not going to say this because uh, um, it might make him feel like this. Because how many of us really have conversations with ourselves before we have the conversation with a person? Right. So we already made up the, uh, in our mind the outcome of the conversation. Yeah. So we don't even have the conversation. Yep. And then we slight the person and ourselves because yeah. we already, quote, we unquote, figured it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you feel what I'm yep. saying? Okay. I was just having this conversation with somebody and I was like, you know, you can't think for me. So you're going to hurt yourself by saying, oh, well, I think she's going to think this, so I'm not going to say that. Or I think she's going to feel this, so I'm not. You can't. You can't think for me. So your best bet is to just tell me the truth to tell me what's going on so we can figure it out together. We can figure out what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling together because you it's, it's just not. I don't think that people think for themselves enough to be able to think for other people. And I was, I'm now a crisis clinician, right? So Congratulations. My, so my new supervisor was like, you know, this is why it's so hard for us to be in healthy relationships because they people get annoyed with us asking open-ended questions, right? And I said, you know what? I didn't realize how many people are uncomfortable thinking for themselves until I got in the mental health field. Mm. And I started to learn and I started to see and I started to have these conversations where it's like, people are almost offended when you encourage them to think for themselves. Like you'll get cussed out <laughs> and th that's a real thing. And so like, even when what you were saying, like about the conversations that you have from the beginning, like I've been an interviewer and an interviewee regularly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
I when I'm being the one when I'm the one who's being interviewed, I'm having those conversations of, well, what's important to me is to know your expectations of me and for you to know that my expectations of you. And if I don't me personally, I don't want to be in association with a company that doesn't appreciate that transparency Mm -hmm. and that level of communication, because oftentimes you come in to a job and you just sign the job description without even understanding that it says whatever else is needed or whatever else they ask of you. No, no, no. I need to know what your expectations of me are so that I can let you know whether or not that's going to work for me. Right. And I'm going to communicate the same with you because I'm not one of those people in society who think that my boss is just going to tell me what they want done and I'm just going to do it. I'm a human. I think for myself. (laughs) I know that's cussing, but I do. And it's important to me. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think that that's important. I think that that's a part of knowing yourself and getting to know yourself is being able to think for yourself. And I think that that's also a huge issue in relationships because that's where that codependency comes from is you get reliant on somebody else thinking for you. And if you can operate independently without them, and it doesn't necessarily have to be material things that they're providing for you, but just the fact that when you need something or you want something, you have to have their opinion on it that could be codependency within itself you're talking good what one of the biggest things too and and it's becoming a trend and i came across this little this clip and um understanding the difference between how men and women communicate and how one to another communicate Mm -hmm. i tell people all the time and it used to get on a lot of people's nerves um, they'd be like, "Oh, you're you're." They would say to me, "You're you're not an open book. You're a private person." I said, "No, you just don't. You don't ask me the right question." Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> a- if you're gonna ask me a question, ask me the the question that you really want the answer to. If you're gonna ask me um a broad and direct, que- I'm gonna answer the question that you asked. I'm exactly. not gonna fill in the blank for you. I'm not gonna think that you're trying to get this across to me. So on and so you understand I'm I'm gonna answer the question you asked. But those types of conversations reveal a lot about people's ability to communicate and how well they know themselves. Because it truly frustrates me when I ask you a question and you answer something that is completely unrelated. That drives that me insane because I have And then I end up forgetting hard. what I even wanted to ask. Exactly. And I have worked first of all, my memory is terrible. <laughs> I have worked hard to articulate the question in a way that you can understand, process and answer, and you still have not given me what I've asked for. So now I'm annoyed because I don't wasted my time. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm I'm going to be honest, I am not the best communicator. I am a way better listener than I am a talker. So when I take the time to formulate some ish the right way, and you still ain't giving me what I need, I am a no. But I know myself well enough to say these things to people. <laughs> uh, listen, because, and, and, and you know, uh, and again, um, shout outs, shout outs to um, all of my therapists. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um. Because one of the biggest things for me that that I that I had to implement was to start notifying people of my triggers and when they are actually triggering me. Yes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is not. L- let me help somebody. That is not a moment 
for you to shut down on me. Mm. That is a moment for you to identify what it is that you are doing that's causing me to be triggered and then taking corrective measures. So meaning taking time out to get understanding of what triggered me and why, and then trying to find a different approach or a different manner in how to communicate a thing. Yeah. But to shut down on me in, the, in, in that moment, please don't expect me to come back and rise from that because that's not what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I, I, really need, I, I really need the world to understand that, that. That when someone says you're upsetting me or you're triggering me or that bothers me or whatever, the, however they might communicate that, don't shut down on them. Um, because what you're saying in, to them in that moment and, and the space that you are pushing them in is worse than your space of shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I can speak for me. Once that door is shut, it's not getting reopened. Yeah. Um, and, and then that, that let's, let's revisit it later. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, because why would I go back to something that, that triggered me that caused you to shut down and then caused me to shut. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Why, why, why would we go through that again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yep. So then now that leaves a space and then no one actually really knows what, what calls what, Yeah. you know, um, again, people's level of communication and how they can process and <laughs> receive information. Right. Right. So yeah, it, it, it is, uh, it, it it is y'all go snatch this self-explanatory let me just say before we wrap up i okay. want to say it's important to be able to say i don't know and be comfortable <sighs> and confident in that right How you gonna say that before we wrap up and and with what you were saying in that moment of if you don't know what to say you can say well how can i support you in this moment like how how difficult is that right like how complicated is that for you and and hopefully that is your intentions right like cuz if you're having a conversation with somebody and somebody says well you know what that right there the way you said that triggered me or offended me or upset me and you don't know how to recover and you don't know what to say next well how can i have reset that how can i reworded that for you how can i support you in this moment right like hopefully your intentions are to be supportive hopefully your intentions are to learn and grow and be able to communicate in a way that doesn't trigger or offend or upset someone. So say that. <laughs> How can I support you? How can I reword that? It's a learning. Communication is a learning experience for both parties, hopefully. I mean, that is the purpose of communication. But I digress. Carry on. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, Don't Love Me. That is uh, one of the hottest singles um, off of the self-explanatory album by Neo. Dropped this month. Um, seemed like July was a long month. <laughs> but it also feel like it flew by. Uh, not to me. It seemed like it took a little while. But I've had a lot going on this month. So, um, so much has been happening in the music industry. Uh, from from the Stellars, uh different tours that are going on um i feel like music is coming alive again i love it um and i'm i am embracing every moment i'm at every event that i can potentially be at i'm i'm at every concert i'm on every tour i'm i mean 
I'm just out here and I'm embracing and Him doing and enjoying and loving and just whew, feeling alive. Um, but yeah, y'all continue to just stick with us and follow us and uh, you know, cause we definitely gonna bring these lyrics to life and it's your number one music commentary podcast. That's what we're here for. So y'all uh stay in the know with us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Go back and uh catch those replays on all those what you say? Where pods are casted. That right there. And uh, make sure you also subscribe and share on our YouTube channel. It's Bringing Lyrics to Life, your number one music commentary podcast. We out of here. We love you. Peace. Peace.